Hey, thanks so much for downloading the episode on the show today. Paula and I talk about dumb things. We also talk about the power outage that we had, as well as our thoughts on the Golden Globes. All of this, plus much more. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. La, 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 la. Paula. What is up with this Barbie? Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. It is episode 335. Ugh, ugh. Welcome to the truth, y'all. <laughs> For our southern friends. God, what happened to you? I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, so we're in Northern California. And now, Polly, you live in the town where we had this huge wind and rainstorm that happened a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Now, we had it too. And I had my own experiences with it. We had flickers of power. But we did not have a full-blown power outage, whereas your town, the whole town, lost power. Yeah, they said, like, well, including Sacramento and Elk Grove, there was, like, 100,000 people without power. Even um, our sister Allison lost power, too. And she's closer to me than you. Yeah, I know. It was weird. I don't know know. what the heck happened. We were out, well, foolishly, we went out in the storm, and instantly (laughs) we got pelted with rain and wind. And I'm like, it's like a hurricane! Cow! Actually, when we, Ryan said, Mom, as soon as we got outside, you started screaming because I was like, ah! <laughs> like, but you're like, I need my eggs. I had Olivia behind me because we're both, you know, girls and yes, trying to get in the car and it just <laughs> it's ridiculous. It was funny because you're like, awesome. And you know, it sucked. Well, it was the night of the Golden Globes and I love award show season because of the clothes. That's really my big thing. Because unfortunately now the Oscars and the Golden Globes and all of those shows have become the soapboxes for these people who think that anyone gives two shits about what they have to say. I know. That makes me crazy. But I'm like, whatever happened to just standing up there and saying thanks for all of your hard work, crew and cast. And, you know, this has been such an honor and blah, blah, blah. And then walking off. Why? And then forgetting to thank your wife. And yeah, because everyone now knows that you guys are probably separated. Yeah, a year later, you guys divorce. <laughs> Less. Once the, once the seasons are, the, the award season has ended, it's like Chris Pine and his wife shockingly <laughs> have split. It, it totally makes sense why he didn't thank her at the Oscar Association, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, so yes and it that is always the tail sign and everybody always waits for it but now it's just like we must resist god damn it i want all my african-american female actresses <laughs> to take this award and run with it we yeah, can do this i here's the thing i agree with all of it what i don't understand is why are they talking they're literally preaching to the choir no one disagrees with that <laughs> know there is not one human being who is either viewing that show or sitting in that audience who thinks you know what i don't think so yeah it's not like clint eastwood's gonna stand up and be like no i disagree (laughs) the white man must rise 
guys. Right. Like, none of that is ever going to happen. So it's like, I I don't understand why they feel compelled to take advantage. It's like, can you please just take your accolades? You kicked ass in this show or this film or whatever. Be excited. It's okay to be proud of yourself and just be thankful and move on with your life. And let's be honest. You were a supporting actress. <laughs> yes. And, and you did good. So yes. take it and walk away. I just, I and I hate feeling like an asshole, but it's like, I know that there are people who suffer, women, minorities, poor people. I mean, everybody has their, their burden, but I don't need someone standing up there telling me what I already know instead of just thanking the world for this, you know, this acknowledgement and walking away. Why is that so difficult? You know, actors and actresses are, you know, a little on the dramatic side. So yeah, <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't surprise me when they have, you know, these speeches. I mean, for God's sakes, Christian Bale, that guy is nuts. I'd like With, to thank Satan yes, for this and, experience. And Dick Cheney's an asshole. God, it's like, I can't wait to do Mitch McConnell. I, I better get off the stage. My wife already says I have too much crap coming out of my mouth. I would have been like, you know what? Sh- shut up. You're Welsh. You're not even an American. Get out of here. I think that <laughs> shocks me the most is when he came out with the accent. I looked at Ryan. I'm like, what's he doing? And he's like, mom, he's not American. <laughs> no, he's Welsh. He's he's where Catherine Zeta-Jones is from. Oh, OK. But it, regardless, I actually didn't hate his speech as much because he was a little tongue in cheek with it. But like thinking Satan for inspiration, I thought was actually quite funny. But well, it, I mean, not funny if you're a Republican and you like Dick Cheney. Although I a don't lot think, of people don't. I don't think anybody <laughs> really likes Dick Cheney. I don't think there's a lot of big fans of Dick Cheney. But yeah, really. my point was, is that, you know, like there was a dude saying, you know, you know, we must resist. And, <laughs> and I said, dude, you are a straight man with a daughter named Lark. Shut up! God. No one cares. You know, it's like, come on. Versace was killed by a gay man. He wasn't killed by a white Republican. Jesus, just shut your face. I know. You know what? I was so grateful that Carol Burnett didn't do that. Basically, they created. There's the Cecil B. DeMille Award for yeah. movies, and now there's the Carol Burnett Award for television. Right. And she obviously is the first recipient. So she came out. She's so eloquent and funny and gracious and and grateful and really she even said how lucky she was to have everything happen when it did because today her show would not exist because it was ridiculously expensive to put on and Mm. so she knows that it it came at a great time and you know some of the finest comedians ever were on her show yeah it was just a really cool thing and i thought why could see now this is a woman who understands the platform right she's there to talk about her career and how fortunate she was as a woman to have what she had thank you very much and good night and also Steve Carell, who's just adorable. Yeah. He's such he's such a cutie pie. And I loved what he said about she makes Tom Hanks look like an asshole. I'm like, <laughs> that's great. Now, my question to you is, did you see anything because of the power outage? Well, so what happened was, is we were watching it. And what kept happening to us is we kept having rolling blackouts initially. Yes. So right. the power would go out and then two seconds later it would come back on. And oh, so that so happened like five times and it was, it was right around dinner time. But every time it happened, Xfinity had to boot back up, yeah. you know, we'd have to turn the 
Xbox back on, you know, all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. And so it was right around dinner time and we were watching the Golden Globes. But um, when it happened, you know, some a bunch of other things had happened because that takes like, you know, almost five minutes to 10, reboot everything. It took almost 10 for ours to reboot when we lost a flicker. Right. So mm-hmm. we missed quite a bit of stuff. And then the last time the power went out, it stayed out. And so mm-hmm. we were going to make dinner and then I'm just like well I guess we can use the stovetop but I'm just like you know we can't use the microwave we can't use the oven and I'm like we're not gonna cook in the dark I'm all this is stupid I'm like why don't we just go out and eat (laughs) so the crowd pleaser is Denny's because everybody can get whatever they want and oh yeah so we were sitting there we ordered we got our drinks and then maybe we had been there maybe 10 minutes and all of a sudden the power went out and I'm just (laughs) like are you are you kidding me right now we're sitting there, you know, waiting to see if the power is going to come back on. And then Victor looked out the window. Their flagpole with their American flag on it had fall like broken into the oh. bushes. And so the flag was all torn up in the bushes. And Victor has a thing about that. So he went outside uh. and took the flag off the flagpole. But oh, I mean, oh. he looked like Lieutenant Dan in because <laughs> he was out there standing. Come there. at me, God. Yeah. This is the best you've got. This is between you. Yeah, that's hilarious. So he comes back in and he looks like a wet rat. And then the waiter eventually comes back and he's just like, I'm sorry, folks. Uh, We did get your order. The country fried steak is ready, but that's the only thing. And we're not going to be able to cook anything else. So, oh, no, their registers didn't even work. So we couldn't even pay for our drinks. So we had like two dollars on us. So that's all we left. I know. (laughs) That's frustrating. It was. So we're driving around and we're like, well, where can we go? You know, there's nowhere to go. We have to eat. And so the grocery store, we went to the grocery store and we tried to find like simple things we could do. So the kids got macaroni and cheese and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I forgot what I got. I don't remember. I think it was like soup or something. And God, so, you guys wouldn't last long in the apocalypse. That's what <laughs> I know. I'm just like this. We are not prepared. You know, mother, our mother would tell you, you need a go bag. <laughs> A bug out bag? Yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, really, you need rations. Well, and you know me, I can't eat anything, so. No, it's like, do they have gluten free rations? Yeah, right. I'd probably starve. You'd be like, what is this? Is there weed in it? <laughs> Leave me behind. Save yourselves. I'll just eat the rest of the Cheerios and then, you know, whatever happens, happens. Okay, so uh, in so in regard to the blackout, you didn't see very much of the Golden Globes. You didn't miss much, but uh, what I. I don't know why I'm such a bitch about this, but I really didn't want Lady Gaga to win anything. Well, I don't know why. I just felt like it was it to me. I don't know how hard she had to perform in this movie about a singer who's trying to become a singer. Did you see the movie yet? No, I I, I I haven't seen it either. I know that I'm going to love the movie because I love the original, not the original, the second original with Barbara Streisand. Do you know there's been four a Star is Born? I thought there was only three, no, but I believe there was one like back in the 30s or something. Judy Garland, I believe, was the original. No, there Judy... was one before that. Oh, okay. With so nobody. Re- I don't even know who it was. Okay, probably a silent film. So the reason <laughs> that, that wouldn't she make wore. Any sense. <laughs> <laughs> it really wouldn't. The reason that Lady Gaga wore lavender was because Judy Garland wore lavender to the Golden Globes when she was nominated for A Star is Born. Way to be original. 
right? And I'm like, oh, okay. I go, I don't remember Judy Garland having gray and lavender hair, but it's possible. Anything's possible. No baloney dresses tonight? No, she went all princess. That dress was huge. It was humongous. And here's the other thing. They were so sure that they were going to win. They were at the very front table of the stage, mm-hmm. which just like anything, sure is embarrassing when you get snubbed. You know, oh god, I mean, they lost everything with the exception of that song. Of the song, which should win. It was. It's an amazing song. the The whole soundtrack is amazing. I don't know. I heard a couple of the other songs, and I just wasn't impressed. Loved it. I, I have most. I have most of the soundtrack already. I love it. I. It's so amazing. And Shallow is so good. And it better win the Oscar too. It really deserves it. It's. I, it's a great soundtrack. We love that song, but Ryan and I make fun of it because... La, uh, la, 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 <laughs> No, no, no. We make fun of it because, you know, it starts out pretty, like, rusty. Ryan will go, tell me something, tell me something girl. girl. You yeah. know, and then she's just, like, you know, comes out, does her part. And then all of a sudden yeah. it escalates to, like, you know... Ah! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, wow, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> that, is, that escalated quickly. <laughs> right. Well, I love it. But what I... I really struggle with, and I know that I will love the movie, like I said, because I, first of all, Bradley Cooper could have me anywhere. He's so cute. Seriously. But he's on my top. He's like my Leo. He's definitely like, he and John Hamm are right up there fighting for the spot. He's just so cute. He's so freaking cute to me. He's a little thin for my taste. Really? You know what they all are, Jamie. Because they're hungry. I know. They have to be skinny on film. I mean, without clothes on, I bet you Leonardo DiCaprio looks like a 12-year-old. I don't know. Leo DiCaprio knows how to put on the weight, though, when he's not working. (sighs) He looks pretty good. He looks pretty freaking good. Anyway, so he's sitting there in his Colonel Sanders tuxedo next to Lady (laughs) Gaga in her prom dress. And I went, you know, I hope they win something so they can justify them being in the front row. You know, but other than that, I I just and I really wouldn't have minded Bradley Cooper winning for a director or whatever, producer, director, whatever that one was. Yeah, director. I really did not think that she deserved the or the uh, the award for best actress. And she didn't. But what was hilarious and you probably missed is when they won the award for song, she was so distracted by her dress because everybody was stepping on it. She didn't get to do anything. She just stood there rearranging her dress and the other guy who probably assisted, who co-wrote it, was doing all the thanking. And then she finally turned around and was able to mention a couple of names and that was it. And their time was up and they had to leave. So she never got her moment. She never got her moment. Maybe that. Well, you know what? When she won the other, I think she won a SAG award for like American Horror Story or something like oh, that. Oh, she I, did. A couple. She when did. she. Yes. When she hit Leo in the face with her butt. <laughs> her butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will never stop never laughing at that film uh, or that video. But yeah. um, she said in her speech that she always wanted to be an actress before singing. She did. You're right. And then the song thing just happened to take precedent because she that's just where it happened for well, her. She first. got the role because she can yes. sing. You yes. Know, it wasn't her, yes. her acting, I'm sure. Well, I will tell you, if you really think about it, and I don't think she's made this much of a secret, is she really is like trying to be like Madonna. I mean, Madonna did many films. She did Evita was her swan song. You know, you Madonna actually did uh, Desperately Seeking Susan before her, uh, her singing career came out. Yeah, she, you're right. Which I, I didn't know that. Oh, and Paula, can we just say how glad I am that Amy Adams won nothing? 
Oh, you don't like her? Oh, my God. I just can't, even with her. I don't know why. Anne Hathaway looked really good, by the way. Shut your mouth. I hate she her. She did. Why was she even there? I don't know, but she um, looked like Princess Diaries again. She is not straying away from what the formula that works for her. She's not doing the pixie cut anymore. Nope. Bohemian, you know, sandals. She's not doing the whole, you like me. You really like me. I mean, she's not doing any of that shit. She's We're just like, back no, to actually, being. We're like, no, actually, we want you back in the Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> and I barely tolerated her there. So, yes, that's what she's doing. And I'm like, you know what? If it works and it keeps me from hating your face, great. Act away. I think she's a great actress. But I just didn't like her trying to be something else weird. She's just good in, like, B-movies, like rom-coms and stuff like that, you know? <laughs> yes! Nothing award-winning. Well, didn't she, but hasn't she won an award for something? She won an Oscar for Les Mis, oh, which I is when it all went that. crazy. I never when she started to believe that. her own hype. Oh, yeah, she started to drink her own water or something. Yes, like that. but now she's a mom, and uh, I thought really changes people. Yeah. Anyway, those are the kinds of observations we make when we watch the Golden Globes. So, what's next then? The SAG Awards and then the Academy Awards? I believe so. And the SAG is usually something they pre record and they just slap on TNT or something. We usually aren't subjected to the live feed of that because the SAG Awards, I. And and I could be wrong, of course, but the SAG Awards is when the actors vote for each other. It's kind of like a high school homecoming. Yeah. I hate that. The popularity contest. Pretty much. Nobody. So that's probably when Bradley Cooper will win everything unless he's pissed off the wrong people and things of that nature. So moving on really quick. I had posted a photo of a tattoo that a man had put on his body the day after New Year's. Oh, God. And it was basically, it looked like somebody had written on a piece of paper all of the th- terrible things that he had done to this to his wife. And then he had it tattooed on his body. So basically it said, I, Jose Ortiz, uh, admit that I've cheated on my wife with, with whores and prostitutes and women of the night. I'm a liar and a deceiver and a cheater and all these things. As of January 2nd, 2019. And some misspelled. And there was a lot of mis- typos. <laughs> yes. And he tattooed it from the top of his nips all the way to his belly button. I read that and I went, I don't know what he thinks this is going to do. Like, did he do this without any coaching? Did he just oh, say, no. I'm going to prove to you how much I love you and how sorry I am? Or do you think a woman said you have to do this? I think she printed that out you know on Mm -hmm. her computer and said you need to have tattooed this on the front of your body so that way if any other woman letter if any other woman that you try and cheat with you know she's gonna see this so here's the problem that i have with it first of all we're talking about a hispanic man (laughs) i don't think a woman made him do that i think he chose to do that himself I think he said, you know what? I'm going to prove to you how much I love you and how sorry I am. I'm going to forever will be known. Every time I look in the mirror, I will be reminded how I did you wrong. I don't think any woman in the world can make a man of Latin background do anything if unless he wants to do it. I don't know any Mexican who I know. I know zero Mexican men who would do that for a woman. 
Every time I look in that hotel mirror, I'm going to remind myself. <laughs> Every time I pay the other whore, I will, <laughs> and I'm washing my dick off in that sink at Motel 6, oh, I will see that. Gross. Yeah, no, but I mean, seriously, though, can you think of any woman who could make a Mexican man do that? You know? No, I Paula. Don't know. I don't know. I just. No. It was a stupid idea, regardless of who decided to do it. <laughs> Whoever's dumb idea it was. Second, and you know what? Maybe it was the guy, because that would explain the spelling errors. Wouldn't know? it? Second, let's just say you were dumb enough to forgive him and allow it, all of it. Every time you guys have sex, you have to see that. Every single time. That would be such a turn. I'd be like, you know what? Never mind. Go fuck a whore. I would be over it. I, I would not be able to stay with somebody. I wouldn't. Who had that tattooed on their body. There's no, other than doggy style, there's no way to avoid it. Oh, God. It's there. Like, forever. Get out, get out of my house. And depending on how short you are, you're you're reading the word whore and woman of the night every day that you're sleeping with him. No matter what. I couldn't do it. No. It was a bad idea all around, and it was real. You could tell. Oh yeah, and it was it was, real. It was new and fresh. You see the red I just, marks. It's amazing to me, and I'm like, why? There's no respect for anything at all in this whole situation. Nothing. And then I, actually, I'd be like, you want to do that? Go right ahead, do it. And then when you come home, we'll talk, and the house would be empty. There'd be nothing there. My God, be out. It was be like. It Enjoy was, your laser treatments. Yeah, really. And those things yeah. are expensive and you and have painful. to do a lot of them. Very painful. Well, he would just get a cover up, I'm sure. It's probably his intent was to get a big eagle or something anyway. So probably He's like, eh, if it doesn't work out, I'll just, you know, start my cover up tattoo immediately. It would have to be a very large cover up. Okay, so um, I do not watch The Bachelor. I don't either. Okay, but I watch the commercials, but yeah, so and I read some, about it. Okay, so you know way more than I do. So the current bachelor, he's say, he's claiming he's a virgin. Is that it? So he's been on two previous bachelor bachelorettes, some okay. island show. Okay, and it's always been like he's been labeled the virgin, and so allegedly this bachelor who's twenty six mm. is a virgin, and so okay. now he's got twenty six or however many women. You know, vying for his attention at his, you know, beck and call, who okay. apparently want to be the his, flower, be his one and only. And okay, they all look the same, basically. You know, yeah. they're all skinny and wearing, you know, evening gowns. <laughs> <laughs> Although I read last night there was a, an episode, and apparently a girl came out wearing a sloth onesie. You know, I saw that picture. I think she did a cartwheel or something like that. She's trying to stand out. Well, I'm sure she stood out, but I don't think it would be a turn on or anything, unless you're into like, you know, fur play or something. Well, apparently uh, she got voted off anyway. So sloth girl is gone. He wants he doesn't want to have sex with the sloth. No, really. Of all the animals that you're going to pick as a woman to entice a man. So, if you could be any animal in the animal kingdom, what would it be? Sloth. I mean, don't you think like a sexy kitten or something would be like cheetah? You know, you know, I don't know. Whatever. Are cheetahs sexy? <laughs> they're thin and they're fast and sleek. 
Try and catch I don't me. Know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if Sam said, what would you be I'm like? I don't know. A, a buffalo? Water buffalo? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. That's how Wildebeest. I feel before I get my period, but. <laughs> Hippo? Giraffe? I mean, me, I would probably think of something stupid. I, if I was put on the spot, I'd be like, uh, a monkey. It, <laughs> and I would be incredibly specific, too, which is my problem with things like that. I'd be like, uh, a red-tailed squirrel that can only be found in Northern California. Why? Well, I'm from Northern California, of course. Yes. I'd pick, it would I'd, make no sense. I'd pick one of those baboons that have the really bare pink ass <laughs> because I hear that, uh, that's enticing to their partners. Japanese Andes mountain lion. Why? <laughs> because they bathe in those saunas in the middle of the snow. It looks so warm there. It sounds erotic. Yeah, exactly. So anyways, my point is, is that, yeah. you know, for whatever reason, all these girls want to be with this guy. And my whole thing is, is like, I don't think I'd want to be with a virgin, to be honest. It would be a very short show. <laughs> I just. That's all I know. You know, I mean, it <laughs> well, probably I mean, we would all, be what I would say. We all saw the movie Forty Year Old Virgin. We know how that goes. Yeah, have you ever You're, been with a virgin? No. If I have, I didn't know. I but no, I have never. Well, no. I have, and <laughs> and what's the result? Nobody knows what they're doing. I'm just yeah. you know they think they do. You know they've seen movies or you know. Yeah, I think they're like, they, this isn't the way it's supposed to be. I think they have an idea of what they thought they were going to do. But then, you know, once it's <laughs> happening, they're just like, wait, I didn't get to do like three quarters of the things that I wanted to do. I had a lot to play. I had a lot planned. That that ended very quickly. I When I uh, was with the, fir- the guy, first guy that I had sex with when I was a virgin, he didn't even get it in a third of the way. Oh, are and you it kidding was, me? It was over. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that's too bad. I will say that it was an ongoing issue for our entire relationship. It was not something that was just due to the fact that I was virgin. Uh huh. You know, interestingly, I had that problem with a lot of guys. Yeah, you I know did. What? Before mm-hmm. I had kids, I did too. <laughs> the other thing we wanted to talk about were the fat Barbies. They're not fat. But I, you know, when we, you mentioned you wanted to talk because, and you're going to explain why this even became a thing. And then I'll, I'll tell you, I actually did some research on the whole Barbie thing. So oh, okay, explain what you mean. So we did our Christmas shopping, like very last minute, like literally like the day before Christmas Eve, we were at the store and Olivia had said she wanted Barbies um, for Christmas. I'm like, yeah, sure. No big deal. We'll go to the Barbie section and, you know, get a ton of Barbies or, you know, and Barbie clothes or whatever they have. Well, the only thing that was left were the Barbie fashionista dolls. Is that what they're calling it now? Quote, unquote. And, well, I didn't know. And so I was looking at all the Barbies and I was, you know, looking at the clothes and everything. And, like, at first glance, I'm like, whoa. I'm like, that Barbie looks weird. (laughs) And I'm like, what's (laughs) I'm like, is she plump? I'm like, what is this? And so I started to look at more of the fashionista Barbies. And I'm like, why are they all, like, plus size? I'm like, this is weird. Yeah. And I'm like, Olivia's going to look at this Barbie and be like, what the hell, mom? Like, what is up with this Barbie? <laughs> like, the, the clothes were cool. And I'm like, maybe I can just get her the fashionista clothes. But I'm like, no, her Barbies will drown in these. It no. Just and yeah. 
So the only Barbies they actually had were like the ones in swimsuits. And I'm just like, well, those are cheap. I mean, that means you get no clothes. Yeah. Nobody wants the little inch of fabric. The little $5, you know, swimsuit Barbie. Yeah. And so, you know, we really had to dig around (laughs) to try and find, you know, a Barbie. So you didn't, you didn't buy her the fat Barbie? No. Well, because I know her. She would have been like, she'd be like, what is this? Is this a knockoff? She'd just be like, what's wrong with her? <laughs> I know she would have commented on it. Well, of course. And she probably wouldn't have played with it. No. I was curious about why. And I mean, obviously, we have girls. And so I'm a little more in touch with the fact that there are different varieties of Barbie uh, size-wise now. And so I did some research on the point of having different size Barbies. Mm-hmm. So the one thing that I'm a big fan of, and I think it's super important is I think that culturally, I think there should be different races and different colors of dolls for children. Oh, there always has been. Well, well, not always. I can remember when the first Asian doll came out, the Asian Barbie. It wasn't that long ago. Really? Yeah. So there, and Mexican too, by the way. There was the, the woman of color Barbies, but they also always had Barbie hair. They didn't have afros or anything. So oh, yeah. that okay. part of it, to me, is super important. What isn't important is the body type. And now now when they did like the Selena doll or when they do, the, they, did the, they did a Cher doll once. That was my favorite doll that I had growing up. They did build them a little differently. And they had more of a hip or a bigger boob. And so that part I totally get because that kind of looks more like your mom. If, if you're if you're of a, a, a culture where the women are more hippie and mm-hmm. not so straight looking. But reading about it, kids don't identify with Barbie as a body type. They identify it as a toy. The skin color and the hair does matter, especially if you're a a little girl who has afro or, you know, thicker, coarser black hair. So it's nice to have a doll that has that those features. But as far as the doll's shape, people put that on them, on little girls, like their mothers. Mm -hmm. She's like, hey, but little kids don't go, this doll is ridiculously built no human being would have a stomach this small that's not what they're thinking they're just thinking cool she's my color she has this pretty face or whatever and then they they play and like you know now it's all about the clothes yeah and if you can play with her in the bathtub or in the pool they're all in the bathtub right now anyway kids little girls specifically do not give a shit about her boobs or how she has feet that are built for high heels only like no one no one really cares but adults care and they make it a thing and that's why we have the fashionista line and all this other stuff so it's like they've kind of to me it's like they're appeasing something that's not even a real problem and i don't want to hear from you that oh my daughter no that's not true they they don't they don't look at a doll and think well, she's not chubby like me, therefore it's irrelevant to me. I don't want to play with it. Or, or I feel bad about me, myself. It's going to give me, you know, body shaming issues. Or yes, because like I that. can't wear a bikini like Barbie can. They right. said that the big things that little girls love about Barbie is her careers. The fact that she's a doctor or a vet or an astronaut or a scientist mm-hmm. or whatever, they or a teacher. 
they they actually should focus more on a Barbie career, mm-hmm. as well as multicultural, different skin tones mm-hmm. and hair and hair types. To me, that's where they should be putting their focus, not on these dumb hippie Barbies that are half the size of the traditional Barbie. It only happens when when adults project it onto their in, children. When it's introduced. Yes. Yeah, I yes. agree. I agree. Yeah, and Barbie is the least of their problems. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, there are other issues. I, I, I was trying to think about when I started to feel bad about my body. And I can I vividly can remember the day, Paula. Now, you may have never been shamed for your body. I, maybe you had. Oh, I was horribly. Okay. Because I so, was so skinny. Okay, well... I was not. I wasn't a fat kid. I never had a problem with weight, like, traditionally. But I was shorter, and I definitely was... Well, I'm Mexican, so Mm -hmm. I'm not going to look like, you know, a tall California beach girl. Mm -hmm. I never have. And so I was in sixth grade, and it was at a pool party at a friend... Somebody had a big pool party, like, end of year, and they invited every sixth grader at the school. Mm -hmm. And so shockingly I was allowed to go I don't even know how that happened but somehow mom allowed it and so I also had my first two-piece and I was in sixth grade and I was super excited and I had lots of friends back then I mean you know it was just I was not like a, a as weird as our home life was I actually had friends in school, so it was good. Yeah. So I go to this pool party, and there was a kid, Jason Gibbons. I'll never forget his name, and people know who he is because I still kind of live in the area. I don't know if he lives here anymore or not, but he had so much fun making fun of my body my sixth grade year. One time I was uh, playing on the monkey bars, and I was wearing a button-up shirt, and I didn't need a bra yet. And so he was down below and he could see and he goes, oh, my God, your boobs are flat as pancakes. I would have kicked him in the face. Well, he was he was huge. He was a big like not fat person, but he was a he was a kid who had hit puberty before anybody else. And, I, and it was kind of intimidating. I didn't think I anything care. of it. And I was just like, what are you talking about? I was so naive. We were so naive. You know, I didn't think anything of it. And I didn't think I had flat boobs because I didn't even realize I needed boobs yet. And so that one didn't affect me as much. But the second time we were at this pool party and I was sitting, I'd been swimming and I was sitting next to my friend on the steps by the pool and he walked up and I was kind of hunched over. So I had like two little skin rolls and he's like, oh my God, look at your fat rolls. And I'm like, what? And I looked down and I had him, but it was because I was hunched over because it was kind of cold. From that day on, Paula, I was obsessed with my stomach. To this day, I am obsessed with my stomach wow. because of that one comment by by Jason Gibbons. What a little shit bag! You know, he's a shit bag. If I saw him today, I'd punch him in the face. See, I had like, the thanks absolute, for all the body issues. I had the absolute opposite problem. Probably as early as I can remember, mm-hmm. I had people call me an Ethiopian for as long <laughs> oh, as no. I can remember. That's terrible. You know, they would ask me if I swallowed a piece of rice, if my neck looked like this, you know, and then they would pull out the sides <gasps> of their neck, you know. <gasps> They, because awful. I was like ghastly skinny. I mean, I know, you I can remember. remember. I do. I and remember. then for some odd reason, I can't explain it. But mm. by the time I hit sixth grade, I was already a B cup. Oh. And so I had girls asking me all the time, you know, if they could borrow a tissue or... <gasps> 
because they what? thought I stuffed my bra. That is awful. It was horrible. That you know, is horrible. But did it give you body? Were you like uh, conscious, like you were ashamed of your body by then? Well, I was like ashamed of my breasts. I, yeah, because I didn't mm-hmm. understand like what the big deal was. Because I'm like, I thought it was exciting. Like I thought that's what we all had been waiting for. You know, <laughs> it's like, did we all not read? Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Aren't we all excited about this? Now, little did I know that you know my B cub would remain until I was like a sophomore. <laughs> but like that, you cr- you crested. You literally, yeah. That, I, you peaked. I peaked. I peaked at twelve. But yeah. that was a. It's like little did you know that's all there was. <laughs> <laughs> and I still was, you know, probably like, I don't know, 85 pounds, maybe. Yeah, you were a tiny person. You're a very tiny person, for sure. So it was. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, so on, there's that aspect. And then so it doesn't aspect. really matter what your body is. People it are doesn't. Always, they're going to make fun of it no matter what it is. That's right. And it sucks because those things stick with you. I, I hate that as confident as I am. As a, as a woman, I'm pretty confident. I'm pretty good existing on this planet. Mm-hmm. But I have a shit ton of insecurities. And my body, my stomach is number one. Number one. And, and it's not even that bad. I mean, yeah. in the big picture. But it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. And let's be honest, our mother, who is a bit judgy when it comes to physical features, doesn't help. I know. She's so quick to point it out. And I'm like, Mom, have Mm -hmm. you looked in the mirror? You know? (laughs) It's just like... (laughs) I'll never forget what she said when I got married to Victor. Is... we all were arguing over dresses and oh god, that was so horrible. The stupid black dresses. And... um, I was talking to Mom about it and she's like, well, she's like, it doesn't matter what they buy. Um, She says, (laughs) what they put in it, it is what it is. Oh, I know. She was just. I know, and well, you know what, mom. Mom has always had the luxury of being very petite. She does not have weight issues the way I do or anyone else. Well, here's the thing, though. For me personally, on my, um, from my perspective, I was the only one that inherited the Mexican body. Everybody Mm -hmm. else inherited the Swedish body, the tiny, petite, thin build, no ass. Well, yeah, I mean, I know that you you definitely have your complaints of your own body, and we all do, but trying to grow up in a house full of tiny women yeah. and being the only one that has D boobs in high school and a yeah. big ass, and now today, thanks to Jennifer Lopez, it's not that, it's not that embarrassing, True. but back in the 80s, nobody wanted that. <laughs> Nobody wanted to look like that. Yeah, I remember you telling me frequently to get out of your sight. So. <laughs> yeah, so. I couldn't wear the same things that you guys could wear. Nobody could borrow my clothes. Then I would get really mad at Stephanie and be like, why are you wearing my clothes? What? And I'm like, I can't wear your clothes. Don't wear my clothes. We do not wear the same size. Oh, God, she used to call me a fat slut all the <gasps> time. God, she's awful. She is awful. Terrible. Awful. But we were, you know. We we hated each other all That's through childhood. True. No, I'm I, it's amazing that we love each other now. I'm self conscious about my stomach too. We all are. Yeah. You know, yes. after you have kids, you just get a fat stomach. You know. Yeah, and and you know what's funny is I'm sitting here kind of sweating even talking about my body. <laughs> and it's by the way, everyone, it's not because of the freaking Barbies. Okay, it's not. It's just life, just society. 
Seriously. I also think it's a little self-imposed, you know, because I didn't grow up with uh, Cosmo and, you know, the Seventeen magazine. Mom's like, you need Seventeen magazine. She said that? that to you. It's my cat. He wants Oh, yeah. Size. No, she said, you need Seventeen magazine. So she got me a subscription that I had all through high school. Oh, good. A bunch of 15-year-olds with no bodies. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, is it was all focused on hair and makeup. There was very few body shots back then. It yeah. was all, like, profile. So, yeah, I don't know why. And then she made me get Cosmo when I graduated. What about... Probably I know she couldn't have those discussions with you. She'd rather you read right. it in the agony column. <laughs> exactly. But here's the other thing. And it, this has really been something that I've noticed. And I think it's as I'm getting older is I don't think we really realize how much our mom's generation suffered as women in this country back in the 60s and 70s that they were truly repressed back uh, oppressed back then mm-hmm. they were they couldn't even they couldn't even get their own divorces they couldn't own their own homes without their dad or their husband and so when 17 and cosmo were big things back in the 80s it was to empower women and to embrace their sexuality embrace their beauty their looks their diversity all of that stuff so mm-hmm. for a long time i thought what is she trying to tell me i need to do my makeup no Mom taught us how to do our makeup great, yeah. but it was it was about you don't need a man, you don't need you know to put up with this shit. That's the kind of stuff that was in those magazines back then. It's not like that now, but back then that's exactly what it was. And mm-hmm. so, in some aspects, she helped me. And really, I mean, I can't even look at them now; <laughs> they're so terrible. But back then, that's all there was. Yeah, no, and I think true. that's and I think that's why she was like, you have to have these magazines because I think she was a big fan of those uh, that that enlightenment. Well, they were very she didn't informative. Have it. The articles were good. They were back then. They they had legit writers and and real subject matter. You I know, haven't looked sexual. at a Cosmo in forever. It has been a very long time since I've considered them legitimate periodicals <laughs> i mean most of them are just advertisements they and I, fashion brands yeah it's I, not it's i've never i haven't seen an article in a really long time i would be curious to see what it what it says now i'd be really interested my I favorite was the look. agony column i've noticed oh, yes. a uh, a fishy <laughs> smell coming from my vagina should i be concerned you should be running to your doctor. <laughs> there was I've read that a couple of times. It's like my boyfriend and I had sexual intercourse and it burned. <laughs> yes, there was a lot of that. There was a lot of that. that so was funny. anyway, uh, yes. Yeah, so Bar- leave Barbie alone. She's fine. Just put her in a variety of of cultural, you know, uh, yeah, embrace that characteristics. Embarrass the cultural differences, and I think we'll 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 be much happier. We don't need fat ones. We just need different shades of skin and eye shape and hair. And I wouldn't mind a boob fluctuation, you know. But well, by Skipper, <laughs> <laughs> which there was plenty of, by the way. I got to tell you, I recall you having quite a few skippers in your life. I did not have skipper. I hated that doll. Did I really? I believe you had at least two. Maybe I had her just so I could like, you know, maybe I was, you know, uh, a hypothetical skipper. Well, you were because you were the baby sister. But I I had no boobs and everyone yelled (laughs) at me. No. Told me how skinny and no boobless I was. I think skipper was the only one that came with animals. Oh. She had the pet, cat, or dog. 
And at, there was a time they couldn't give them away, so Skipper came with Barbie at one point. That's true. So he probably Barbie, got her for free. Barbie was the slut. Skipper yes. was just the young, you know, impressionable left little be, one. left behind, boobless <sighs> sister. God. It's true. I did read that Barbie actually started off as a gag gift for stag parties. That really? they would give away the the original form of Barbie was a naked chick that they would give away at stag parties, and that they would hang in, uh, hang on the the mirrors in a car. That's kind of where the hula doll came from. Oh, isn't that interesting? I had you know, no idea they're making a Barbie movie, like a real one. Uh huh. Because there's been a ton of Barbie movies. No, they're making a Barbie movie. Um, like about Barbie? I, I don't really know. Oh. It is. I just know Margot Robbie is going to play Barbie. Oh, so she's going to be like a real Barbie? Interesting. Well, this, okay. For some reason, I, this was like a year ago. Supposedly, mm. Amy Schumer was supposed to play Barbie. But oh, that's that, right. But yeah. that got scrapped, which I'm glad. Um, they said she wasn't thin enough. She wasn't Barbie material. She and wasn't she's Barbie not. material. She's not. She's not oh ladylike. My God. I saw, you know, she's, um, I think she's about five or six months pregnant. Is she done talking about her throwing up? No. In fact, there was a picture. She's at, she, she went somewhere for the Christmas vacation. Everybody famous goes to Hawaii during Christmas for some strange reason. Why is she going anywhere? Just stay at her house. Well, she, she indicated that she can't eat anything before four o'clock. If she eats anything before four o'clock, she throws it up. But after four o'clock, she can eat whatever she wants. Okay. And so she's getting past it. I guess everyone has to find their way. Yes. But she's. But, I couldn't eat dick. Well, I mean, literally anything. I definitely couldn't eat dick, but I yes, I couldn't eat it. Nothing was happening. Yeah, it didn't uh, matter what time of day it was. Yeah. So after four p.m., she feels human, and you know, That's I weird. I like Amy Schumer, so I'm happy for her that she can finally find some joy in this pregnancy. But when you have pregnancies this bad, the only person I've seen endure it for the purpose of her job is Kate. Is Princess Kate. Other than that, no other woman would ever do that twice. No. I mean, when I was that sick, I literally just stayed at home on the couch. Yeah, you can't do anything. And and I typically had a migraine every day because oh I was God. so malnourished. Yeah, it was bad. I'm so glad you ended up in the hospital. Yeah. You, f- you were like practically human there. <sighs> <It's> <laughs> just... You're like, I don't want to leave. You even said you're like, I don't want to leave. They're telling me I, I, I have to go. go, and I'm like, I don't want to. I was so I was like crying. Yeah, you're like, but. I don't want to leave. I just want to stay. Take care of me. Anyway, all right. So I'm not doing any ugly and awkward moments this week because I am rallying the troops. We need some more submissions for 2019. So this is my official announcement, and I will make the announcement on our social media as well. Uh, we need some ugly and awkward moments. I will I will always provide some, but I, I really love it when we get our submissions. And I have used all of the 2018 submissions. So now I need some 2019 submissions. And I know it's early in the year, but I have faith that you've all experienced or seen a ugly moment. Something terrible. Something or embarrassing funny. has happened. Or funny. Yeah, for sure. So uh, send those into our, you can send them to our Ugly Truth page. There's a contact page on our Ugly Truth website. And then also you can submit to any of our social medias, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're there. Yes. So do that. And then uh, I'll start reading your experiences. 
Exactly. And yes. also, please keep shopping at our Amazon link. You can find mm-hmm. it on UglyTruth.com. And yes. also continue to shop uh, Lip and Clip. Lip and Clip, sorry. I, uh, I wasn't thinking. I yes. hardly got any sleep last night. So I noticed that you were posting, um, I don't know if it was last night or the night God, before. what I did I post? Do I well, need to look? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, what I noticed is that you are deliriously overtired because you clearly are having insomnia, which I actually went through quite a bit over the winter. Um, and last night was the first night I fell asleep before 1 a.m., which was shocking. Um, I don't know if it's hormones or what, but I just have really been struggling with that. It, but you l- recently have been. So I don't know if it was last night or the night before, but I wake up in the morning and it's only been seven hours, which means you posted it at like 2 a.m., what was and it? it was take about the <laughs> night is over and i'm like why is she posting madonna videos yes. and then there was another yeah. one and then at some point you were watching uh, breaking amish and you're saying you would be a bad amish person because you'd be pale in that white no bonnet. i said i would I'm be like, an ugly amish person <laughs> oh ugly amish well you would so don't it's ever do it. Terrible. And not U G L E E. I mean, just no, like flat seriously, ugly. hideous. <laughs> be like, why are you dying? No, I just I think I'm super stressed out yeah. because I've just been looking for a job forever, and although I just you, no one is uh, calling me. Although I got too far. Are you kidding? I, I, there's been a flurry of calls since we've been recording the show. I know. I don't know what's going on. Well, um, because the season is over, and this is the week where everybody's actually back to work. So maybe. Yeah. Yeah, so, for sure. No, Olivia woke up at one o'clock in the morning last <sighs> night, wide awake, and she could not go back to sleep. So she finally fell asleep at like 2.15. Well, Victor and I had finally, we've all, because of the summer or the winter break, mm-hmm. we've all been staying up way later than, oh, yeah. you know, usual. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I think we had gone to bed at like 12.30. So I hadn't mm. been asleep that long. And so. <sighs> so um, you're, it was like a nap. And then my alarm clock went off at 6.30. So. <laughs> Yes. I'm just tired. It, yeah, I agree. Yes. I know. And I have been I having some insomnia, so. I hate it. It is what it is. Yes. Anyway. anyway, I have nothing more to add. I think we've talked about everything. Way too much. I'm sure producer Dub is going to hate us. Uh, oh, we're all yeah. it. Okay, not that bad. No, not at all. Good. Okay, well, we'll see you guys on Sunday. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.